this was a bad, bad baseball season. But I gotta tell you, walking out of PNC Park last night, I still feel it. All these years later, I really, really hate when baseball season ends. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or hockey, I also offer Daily Shots of Steelers and Penguins where you found this. Pirates 5, Cardinals 3. The outcomes beyond immaterial St. Louis resting most of their guys in advance of their usual trip to the playoffs. The Pirates doing just enough to hit just enough to overcome early deficit, and so what? They finished the season with 100 losses, exactly. They finished the season one loss better than a year ago, exactly. And I'm not sure what it means. I'd like to get a little bit excited about 2023. I like a lot of what's in that clubhouse. I like the vibe, the feel in there as it comes to the relationship between the players who know they're going to still be there, not the overall general vibe, which is impossible to like because, you know, you have all these desperation moves and waiver claim guys who know they're gone, but between the guys who matter, there's a neat little click there. I asked Jack Sawinski about it after the game. We have, uh, I think we have a pretty special group here. You know, a lot of younger guys um, mixed in with some other older guys, but I think that there's a lot of talent, and we can just do really good things offensively, defensively, pitching, so it should be exciting. That's echoed through every corner of the room. They believe that they have something good there, but I believe that that's something good needs to be augmented. And I want you to listen carefully to hear that Derek Shelton does too, because I asked the manager after this game, well, just listen to it. How far away is this team, Shelty? That's a good question. Uh, I think we're closer to say how far away we are, you know, right now. I, I think it's going to matter on what we do into the offseason. Uh, just with what you have, though. Yeah, I think we're in good shape. You know, and I, and I think, you know, we talked in the pregame from let's look at August 1st on with these group of young kids and the way they're playing and how they're doing it. Uh, it says that, uh, you know, we put a process in place and it's really starting to uh, it's really starting to show. Catch that part there about the offseason. He is not the type to do message sending to Ben Sherrington. OK, so don't over interpret it. But he also knows and this is the point that I want to make here, that this group needs support. It needs help. And that help has to come from the outside. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern. That's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone, and you do the rest. 
It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Will it Will it come, this help? Will Ben Sherrington bring in real live players at first base? Will he bring back Roberto Perez or otherwise supplement the catcher position until Andy Rodriguez and or Henry Davis is ready to take it over? I don't know. I don't know. All I get whenever I talk to people associated with the Pirates is next year isn't the year. This isn't the one. This isn't the time. Why? Why? Do we have to keep doing this same exercise where we work our way around the everyday eight on the diamond and acknowledge, as I just said, that you need a first baseman and you need a catcher. But you have Rodolfo Castro at second base. I believe he's earned that job. Not set in stone, but certainly enough to be out there on a regular basis. O'Neill Cruz is your shortstop. Brian Hayes is your third baseman. Sawinski is either your left or right fielder, and the center fielder, Brian Reynolds, isn't going anywhere. He's just not. From there, you've got a handful of younger guys who could either be spare parts or bench pieces, and I'm talking more about the Diego Castillo to Capita Marcano types. And you've got starting pitchers of all things, of all the rotten things that happened to this team in 2022, the most pleasant surprise came in the most important area, meaning the maturation of Mitch Keller, the growing up in a similar way of JT Brubaker, Rowanzi Contreras arriving in the majors for real, Johan Oviedo pitched last night, had a little bit of a... Tough spell in the first couple innings, but straightened himself out. Certainly has the stuff. Luis Ortiz throwing 100 miles an hour. That, too, isn't a done deal. And obviously, neither is the bullpen, though I'll take my chances with David Bednar, a healthy Bednar, at closer, and Yeri Delos Santos, a healthy Delos Santos, as a setup guy or someone else who's helping in the back end. And from there, every team in baseball is searching for middle relief constantly. Go out and get a handful. They don't cost much. Do you see what I'm doing here, though? Again, I'm not pronouncing the Pirates as some sort of contender or whatever. But everybody's life and all of these younger players' development becomes that much better if you take just these handful of openings that I listed and really address them. Don't Josh Van Meter them. Really address them. Go get a first baseman, like a real one. Get another starting pitcher, a real one, because Ortiz is not going to start 2023 in the majors. And get a bunch of bullpen guys. Don't worry about, because again, they don't cost much anyway. And you never want to overpay for a reliever. With all due respect to all of my friends who've been relievers in the majors. You don't want to write excessive paychecks. This isn't a big ask on anyone's part. Why is it that the pirates are so, so, so guarded about just saying, hey, We're gonna try next year. We're actually gonna try. 
when we come back, J1Q. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Today's J1Q comes from Joe Luchok, a long, long time reader of my articles in various spaces, including now in DK Pittsburgh Sports. It's always good to hear from Joe. He asks, I don't understand. I just don't understand how you can be in a competitive situation and not care about winning. Joe, I'm completely with you. I really am. To me, it's the scariest single thing about all of this. I talk a lot on this program about the challenge of flipping the switch, how it's it's got to be impossible. It's got to be to go through three years of the major league game that's playing in front of you doesn't matter to It's the beginning and the end of the world. I don't think they'll ever do that. I don't think that they can do that. I think that the reason that Charrington found Shelton was he found someone who was of a like mind in this regard. I think you're going to see them look at this whole process as an endless churn, meaning The game that's being played right in front of you is never going to matter more than the caliber of that churn. And allow me, please, to explain what I mean by that, because it's probably not going to make sense to a lot of people. These guys take pride. As I'd mentioned on yesterday's show, and only in a, a glancing way, they really get hypersensitive whenever anyone criticizes any component to their development or to their organization building or to their level of uh, discipline, particularly within the minor league structure. This is what they see in a way as the end game, as the ultimate to be viewed by people around baseball as the Rays, or as I guess you could say the Cardinals, although not as many people talk about them like that the way you'd expect. And I think part of the reason for that is the Cardinals have always done pretty well at getting prospects, but they've been spectacular at development. They can take a run-of-the-mill prospect and make a really nice big league player out of them. That's something I would prefer. If I'm picking between one or the two, I will always take development. Because you'll notice a lot of these players, once they leave St. Louis, aren't the same. And it's kind of the opposite here in Pittsburgh, isn't it? This is what they think about. This is what they talk about. And that's not something that you say, hey, you know what, everybody? It's year four, year five. 
and all of our, not all, but our main focus is on Pittsburgh and on winning games. And we are going to do whatever it is that we have to do to win games shy of, you know, complete idiocy like trading three elite prospects to Tampa Bay for uh, an over-the-hill Chris Archer. We're not going to do that. But we're committing to this. This is what we're all about. We're about winning every game every night. I got to tell you, Joe, that's not going to happen with this group. What you might see is that this group eventually succeeds in putting together enough big league caliber talent and enough talent in the pipeline that someone else theoretically could come in and take more of, let's say, a San Francisco Giants approach and say, hey, this is it. We're going for it. And the Giants, every once in a while, will win it all, and no one's very surprised because the Giants are good at that. They're really good at finishing the job whenever they're in that territory. These guys aren't going to do that. They're just not. They might get, uh, I don't want to say lucky, because building up talent isn't a luck thing. But they might strike some gold the way Neil Huntington and his group did in 2015 in particular with that 98-win team. But you're not going to see it result in, okay, now let's take the next step. The owner sure doesn't have that sentiment. I don't think the GM does, and I don't think that the manager does. I think what you're seeing from them is what you're going to get. There isn't a switch that's going to be flipped. I appreciate the question, Joe. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Pirates today. And all season long, and for anybody who isn't aware of this, this show doesn't stop whenever the sport stops. Uh, I will keep talking about the Pirates all year round. Wow, right? (laughs) Let's do another one tomorrow.